interesting tagline you're listening to being jim davis i'm garfield <laughs> my name is christopher winter and i'm jim davis my name is john gibson and i'm jim davis john today is tuesday march 9th 1982 today we're reading the 1360th ever garfield strip what happens in today's garfield uh, today's Garfield is the Garfield when I... What? Oh, okay. I get it. In today's Garfield, is the Garfield I see when I look at Garfield the same as the Garfield you see when you look at Garfield? These are mysteries. John, I'll tell you what I see when I look at Garfield right now. Um, it's just a blank white square because the Garfield is failing to load in our spreadsheet for me. All right. But you I know what? That That's means... totally cool. Because I've uh, fired up good old that Czech website we use, good old pt.jcos.cz/garfield's yeah, back up. So listeners, I actually t- I tweeted that from the Being Jim oh, Davis, yeah. Being Jim Davis account. Thank you, listeners. I want our listeners to be upset about uh, Garfield.pt. Whatever it is, pt.jcos.cz/garfield. Yeah. Thank you, listeners, for flooding I think, the email. I think it was. Of I think Czech it was back up. Czech and I tweeted Milos Zeman. I tweeted that it was back up. Did you tweet Milos before Zeman before the episode aired where we complained that it was down? Did you? I I feel like we should be able to take credit for this, though. Like, oh yeah, the Czech government. I, well, and I, our listeners should take credit for it. No, I think we should. It, it's thanks to their astounding grassroots campaign. Yeah outpouring that we were able to pull this off angry and defamatory emails that i assume were sent to czech president milos zeman mm-hmm. yeah and he was like what well, god put that garfield site right back up there so those guys can podcast about that orange orange kitty that's, that's what he calls garfield so i'm assuming it still hasn't loaded for you so i guess nah, it falls upon it's me fine. i'm looking at i'm looking at it on the check site man to say that uh john and garfield are in stand cowpo true in all three panels true and you know more or less like i mean i guess garfield's facial expression changes a garfield bit. goes on an anyway. emotional journey okay so John is saying, hey, Garfield. That's a panel one name drop right there. Yeah. You know the dog next door? To which Garfield responds in thought, what a loser. A real jerk. I hate him. And he's frowning. He's frowning in panel one. Yeah, he's frowning. Panel two, John continues with the exact same expression. He says, he moved away yesterday. Garfield thinks nothing in panel two. Yeah, it's, he's it's, just looking no at John. There. Just looking at John. Yeah, it's that vacant, dead expression. It's just dead air. Yeah. Panel three, though, Garfield smiling. John seems basically unchanged. Garfield. Well, John's mouth is closed mouth is now. Closed. He's finally yeah. shut up. Not talking. Yeah. Garfield's smiling, and he's thinking, "A prince of a dog. I'll miss him. The neighborhood won't be the same without him." John, do you think this joke would be funnier if the neighbor dog had died? 
Oh, do you think that John is protecting Garfield's... Um, no, I think... I mean, I, I have no emotions. reason not to take John at his word. I just feel like the like he the moved to a farm be, upstate is that it does sound like it does sound like maybe he died yeah but do you think like if john if in panel two john just said he died yesterday that garfield's <laughs> response is funnier yeah I, I think that is funnier it's just yeah. you know it heightens the drama although i mean yeah uh in in themselves i think the first two panels are are quite strong mm. uh i really like i like panel john's one implication I like John's implication that the dog moved, <laughs> but not the human. The dog, he got a job in Baltimore. Like dog <laughs> finally moved out, got a job, started paying its own bills, you know? That's, uh, yeah, that would, that is fun. Yeah. And it's also fun in panel one. He, like, he moved away yesterday. His, his, his mother's very ill. He's moved in with her to take care of her. <laughs> He was arrested. It's funny how he's like, hey, Garfield, you know the dog next door? <laughs> like, that is, expecting some kind of affirmative response. Yeah, that is a weird... I, you know, the more we talk about this one, the more I like it. Is yeah, something, it's pretty good. Is Yeah. I like I like a, a prince of a dog. I think that's a, a nice way to say that. And um, Garfield's response in panel one is just classic. Mm-hmm. What a loser, a real jerk. I hate him. I like anytime you call a dog a loser. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, that dog's a fucking that's loser. That's a loser dog. Oh. Uh, let me tell you what, then John. then you're thinking about, okay, so this dog is like a George McFly type. No, that's like, what I was going to say. The dogs my, at school John, are beating him up. John, my dog George McFly is signs not on a his loser. Back. He's not a loser, John. George McFly. I, I, oh. I have said this about him. Many okay. occasions before I saw it in Garfield, he really is a prince of a dog. Uh, that's why you like it. Yeah. George McFly is a true prince among dogs. Garfield thought a thing that you have thought. Garfield's saying what we're all thinking, only the opposite. He's thinking what we're all saying. <laughs> anyway. The cat who thinks what we're all saying. John. Yeah. That's pretty good. Today's episode is over. It was called You've Been Listening to Being Jim Davis. <laughs> Eat your heart out, Lafayette. Don't know what that means. Please rate, <laughs> review, and subscribe on Apple Podcast. John, as you know, every Tuesday I interrupt the outro to read listener emails. There's too fucking many of them this week, so we'll just do like a sort of a, a an abbreviated summary. Um, we got three emails from Adam Catscratch. You know what? One of them we'll deal with at a future date. Because it's uh, an entry to Fruit Clock Challenge. We'll talk about that on Fruit Clock Challenge Day. Nobody knows when that is. Uh, email one from Adam Catscratch. Uh, this well, is it only happens once every four years. Once every four years. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's a leap century, and then it's every five years. Right. Um, right. It's, no, it's it, anytime Dracula's castle emerges from the eclipse, mm-hmm. then we're going to talk about Fruit Clock God, Challenge. God, I love Dracula's castle. Um, Cajun Dracula's cast <laughs> emerges from the swamp. <laughs> John, subject line, all right already. Uh, this is written to Jim Davis at beingjimdavis.com. It says, hello, John and Chris. I had a dream the other night that we met up at a doctor's office to record the podcast. 
And while I was distracted, my rat Snowball chewed open all of her all of her skin. That's horrifying. Oh. It was huh. pretty fucked up. Anyhow, I can take a hint. Expect some new theme music soon. I'm like, I'm <laughs> glad to hear that. We wow. we could use some new theme music. I mean, we might have some. I haven't even checked. Um, we received a second email from Adam Cat Scratch John. It's um, subject line hashtag There's Lyman. And this was sent to where in the world is Carmen San Diego, but it's Lyman at beingjimdavis.com. <laughs> that's, that's, that's definitely the most parsimonious way to say that. Yeah. Says here, the jig is up, Carmen San Diego, but it's Lyman. Chief has received intel from our field agents <laughs> undercover at PennDOT, which I assume is Pennsylvania Department of Transportation. Seems like that slippery bastard Carmen Sandiego, parentheses, but it's Lyman, has shaved his face and moved to Scranton, Pennsylvania, where he is currently speaking truth to power and asking the big questions at city council meetings. Hopefully you can catch up to him before he invites a grassroots movement and destroys everything this great nation holds dear. Godspeed, agents. There's an attached video of... It's a YouTube video... Of a Scranton town council. And I guess someone named Lyman is speaking at it, maybe? Anybody else want to speak? What? I'm watching this YouTube video. I, you want to share your oh, screen so I can see it? A couple of weeks ago. So someone named Lyman is speaking at a town council meeting. and John, this will probably be in show notes. I. Uh, you want me mm. to share my... You okay? Yeah, you I know, know what? That's a no, pretty big ask. Let's just watch it on the podcast right now. Let's Can just, you send me the send me the link? I mean, you probably seems it seems like I could do that, John. Seems like here I'm going to share my. Order out. We tried to watch the video, but Chris's audio decided to stop recording when we did that, so we had to abandon the endeavor. Sorry. Maybe it'll be in show notes. John, Greg, while you look, uh, look. What? Okay, you say a thing. No, it's fine. It's fine. Look, there were were there other emails. I was going to say a thing about sure, Craig T. Were. Nelson, but instead I called you, Craig. I'd like to hear a thing about Craig T. Nelson. I was just going to mention that Lig, uh, Lynn Thigpen, who played mm-hmm. the chief on uh, Yeah, Where in the World Is Carmen San Diego, the TV uh-huh. game show. Uh, she was in a TV series called The District with Craig okay. T. Nelson. That this all that. sounds good. That's no, fun. I didn't know that either. That yeah. is fun. John, we're just going to breathe through these. Look, Cat of Nine Tails record sent us uh, an addition suggestion for an additional spreadsheet feature there, where the uh, tells you what happened in the year. Now she that was it only in seasons the, one, two, and three. I episode. think that was because she died. Mm-hmm. She wasn't in the fourth um, season. Ryan Pfeiffer wrote, telling us his three top melons. Number three, watermelon rind filled with jello. Number two, slices of watermelon. Number one, watermelon cubes. That's that's a quality choice. Adam Catscratch sent a, a somebody's uh, submission to the fruit clock challenge. We'll talk about that another time. I do want to I do want to read this last listener feedback though, John, because oh, this Rames was on this show. John, yeah, this one went straight to my heart. Oh. This one. In all sincerity, I don't know what we should do about this listener. This is listener pe- feedback that came through our fireside site. This is from. <laughs> D- 
Maybe I shouldn't say that name on the podcast. Okay. You could just say. This is from John. That's too obvious. Let's say. She sent this through. She sent this through the website. Text to the message reads. Hello, Jim Davis. I am a girl guide in Canada. I wanted to ask you some questions. I am writing a comic to get a personal badge, and I'm supposed to talk with someone in the industry. Where did you get your inspiration for Garfield? Why a fat cat for a comic? Or why a cat at all? What do you think makes a good comic? How should I start when I'm creating mine? Do you have a cat yourself? How many characters is a good number for a comic? How old were you when you decided to make comics? Thank you. I can't wait to hear back from you. Sincerely, <laughs> John, I don't know how to respond to this woman. Uh, <clears throat> does she think that we're actually Jim Davis? I think yes. I think this is a child girl scout who thinks that we're Jim Davis and is writing to us for her assignment to what, get a merit badge. What email address did she write to? Now she wrote to the... She, this is listener feedback from the website. This is like a comment on the website. Oh. Uh, well, let's just just respond in, in, on the, in the thread. No, I don't know what to say. Like, do we tell her we're not really Jim Davis? No, of course not. Or do we just pretend like, to be Jim Davis? You don't tell a child that there's no Santa Claus. I, I'm fine with it. Okay. Well, then we have to yeah, answer no, these questions. Wait, okay. Do we have to answer these questions, or can I just write back and say, Dear Michaela, I, Jim Davis, am far too rich and busy to <laughs> respond, to waste my time responding to your email. No, I think, I think, I think we answer it sincerely. We, wait, wait, you want us so, to be sincere, but also lie about our identity. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, I mean, you know, it's kind of that thing of like, you know, the lies were the most true part, you know? Mm, the real lies were the friends <laughs> we made along the way. Ain't it true? Ain't it yeah. true? Um, what was the first listeners, question? Does it, maybe maybe what, listeners should, want to answer was this like, email should I make a Should I make a comic strip about a cat, a fat orange cat too? And the question one was, where did you get your inspiration for Garfield? Um, uh, I'm pretty sure we got our inspiration from Jesus. From Jesus. From the poor reaction to Norm Nat. Mm. You know, everybody hated Norm Nat because he wasn't cute. I guess. So, Did they? Because Garfield is like basically the same character, right? I don't have never seen a Norm Nat. You've never seen a Norm Nat? No, I've seen like a picture of Norm Nat, but I don't think I've seen a full Norm hmm. Nat comic. Yeah, they're not. They're not hard like to you find. can go get them out and, like somewhere. a lot of the ones, like some they're of the ones the that are on the internet are like in a different language, I think. John, the only place I go is the supermarket. There aren't any Norm Nats there. Yeah. Um, um, I just, I, I, I don't know if I can answer this email. I feel like I need to come clean with her. I need to I be think like that. I, I, Michaela, this is a real, really Jim Davis. Like, if you're if you're writing a, a comic strip in in 2020, you know, if you're uh-huh. if you're birthing a new comic strip into the world. I think we should I definitely think, use the word birthing a new comic strip uh, sure, when no, speaking to a small child. Definitely. Um, I, I think cats are a little played out. Mm. Like, if you want to get real, I, like, yeah. 
I think cats are like well well trod territory. Cats were new in 1978. So were dogs, frankly. Like if there you want to make cats. a comic strip about it, like a you know semi or hyper sentient mm-hmm. pet, like maybe again hyper sentient, like, excellent word to you. Thank you. <laughs> maybe like <laughs> email. Well, because Garfield child. is like in, you know sometimes in you know a lot of the time he's portrayed as like more intelligent than John. Um, True, but I guess True maybe that. that's just grading on a curve. Um, He's also smarter perhaps, than Odie. So I don't know. Maybe a Komodo dragon. Yeah. Okay. I mean, maybe, she didn't say uh, what animal. Maybe a tarantula. Do you think I should, she didn't say what animal do you think I should create a comic about. Maybe. 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 Uh, maybe there's no animal in the strip. Maybe the strip is just about like a building. Okay, we're gonna do this. This is too difficult. We're gonna do this as like a lightning, a ring. sentient I'm, building. I'm gonna shoot a question at you of hers. And you just, just, you get like five words to answer. Okay. We're just going to bam, 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 knock him out. Okay, ready? All right, okay. Where did you get your inspiration for Garfield? Uh, dream. Okay. Why a fat cat for the comic? I wanted to make money. Or why a cat at all? Same as above. What do you think makes a good comic? I don't know the answer to that. I thought you were going to say Bill Watterson. How should I How should I start when I am creating mine? Well, first you want to draw the lines and then you want to fill in the lines with color. That's good. That's good. Do you have a cat yourself? Probably. How many characters <laughs> a great answer. How many characters is a good number for a comic? Uh, it depends on what language it's in. If it's in Chinese, you're going to need a lot more characters. <laughs> oh, oh, ladies and gentlemen, we're here all week. Oh, and the final question. How old were you when you decided to make comics? I guess that's fewer characters, actually. No, I think you were right the No, first no, time. it's fewer, right? Because there's one character for each syllable. Yeah, but, I mean, there's a lot of characters total. Right, but if, it's, if the captions are in English, then... There's more characters for each. There's, the there's joke was backwards. Fewer was backwards. Char- there's fewer characters, but a greater variety in the in the Chinese card. Oh yeah. Anyway, um, simplifying Garfield. Night. Traditional yeah. Garfield. Okay. Uh, I miss traditional Garfield. I don't. I don't like John. I don't think I've complained about simplified Chinese characters on the program before. You have, I'm actually. Against, I'm against them. You have. Have, have yeah. I? I have seriously. I think, like, probably in the last three or four months. God, I hate simplified Chinese characters. Just leave them the... Just the simplify things. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows. <laughs>